0: so just um just a reminder, I know uh Coral spoke about this last night if when there's a recording, it will just be when I'm giving instructions and it, when you speak or if you're in a group session uh speaking uh nothing will be recorded, so uh, just protect your uh privacy mm. so. I have to scroll to the next page because I just want to see all your faces yeah wonderful those that are on and those that are their screens aren't on no worries you're taking care of yourselves okay uh, so before we start I just want to say something that I was um, that came up for me when I was you know, resting my head to go to sleep last night, I was like, oh, I mentioned people living with other people. What I didn't say is there are many of us that live by ourselves. And I just want to honor and acknowledge that and apologize that I didn't um, include uh, that, uh, you know, that reality. And, and, uh, you know, that's, um, or, or we have animals and, you know, we're, we're in our home environment as it is, and uh, beautiful opportunity to practice. Actually, you don't have to negotiate with anyone when you live by yourself. A certain advantage to that. <laughs> so, just honoring all of you in that way. So let's um let's let's jump right into sitting this morning. I'm going to give some uh, instruction, and it it might have a little length to it this morning because I want to draw on the theme of our retreat. So we'll we'll it'll we'll sit probably for about uh, forty five minutes or so. So let's start with maybe finding your your comfortable sitting or uh, standing, lying down, whatever your your meditation posture is. You want to support, have your knees supported, your back supported. We want to take care of our bodies here. Maybe just drawing in a few nice deep breaths just to refresh your body. It's connecting with the support of your chair, cushion, or bench. So just checking in with your mood right now, too. Just whatever you notice. Is it, is it excited? Is it dull? Is it mm, a little low energy, depressed, a little agitated, or calm, neutral? So can we make room for just whatever mind state is there? You now it they change these mind states, but sometimes we can uh, battle with them, sort of sort of it's, it's extra, really, to to battle with what is. It's habitual, but it's uh, you know what' we're, what we're leaning into now in this practice is opening to what is with awareness, with mindfulness, with not also getting lost in it. So we can just start with that sense of like not fighting how it is right now. or Maybe you're aware of uh, some difficult sensations in your body, uncomfortable in your body. So can we make room for that? Just Notice what it's like to shift out of trying to push it away or resist it to just opening to it. And opening to it might mean you're just opening to the edge of it. So sometimes people get the idea in meditation, you know, you have to go to the core of everything, and 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 you know, actually that can be quite um, unintentionally harmful, really. You know, where there's a forced quality. You know, maybe the intention underneath it is, you know, I want to wake up, I want to be with everything, just I want to be so present. You know, I want to get to enlightenment. But in that quest, we can sometimes push too hard. And if you know that's a tendency in your mind or personality, maybe you invite yourself for this retreat or for this meditation right now is to, is to, is to back up a little bit. And one way that really helps with the, the backing up, it's quite powerful actually, is to, is to check in with the body. So when the mind tends to be forceful, when the mind has that tendency to, to drive into things, you, you'll you'll probably notice some kind of leaning in, like some kind of either leaning forward or tightening in the jaw or tightening in the shoulders. So you can actually go to your body, and when you notice that, and just just actually auto correct, you know. Just, so you might just shift your posture, just even a little bit, shift back a little bit, soften in the shoulders, soften in the jaw, soften in the the temple or where we tend to associate the figuring mind with, you know, the forehead and temples. So it's actually, there's nothing to fix. It's just a simple rebalancing. So that can be quite helpful. And equally so if you feel kind of too far back or slumped or not really connected. Now, bear in mind at the beginning of a retreat, we often feel sleepy. So many of you will feeling that but one of the things that you can you can do to help support your awareness support the mindfulness is um, you can just straighten the posture you can just readjust your posture you can open your eyes you can even stand up if you, if you want there's like a lot of sleepiness or you could just bring the attention closer in maybe closer into the breath or closer in, if, you're, if your practice is more aware of the changing nature of things, the coming and going of things, you can just sharpen your attention with that. So, as you can hear what I'm saying, it's this balancing of effort in practice. We're not, we're not over-efforting, and if we notice this um, um, disconnect or too far away from what's happening, there's nothing to judge there. It's just energy. That's all it is, actually. So we're just rebalancing, straightening up a little bit, maybe taking a deep breath to refresh, and then bringing the attention um, to what is happening, what is happening in your body, what is happening in your mind. Okay. So this retreat, meeting our emotional life with a Dharma heart, I'm curious and may find out later how many of you, you know signed up because of that title. And I just find that in these times, in particular, many of us are drawn to how do we work with uh, this our nervous systems, this this changing aspect of our sensitive mental emotional physical lives that respond to what's around us what's inside of us so we'll we'll be working with that as we move along in the retreat so one thing that really helps with a clear mind wise heart is to establish the attention through mindfulness and as we establish this attention through direct connection moment to moment, it strengthens the mind. It strengthens awareness. It, it, it gives it its natural suppleness. So what I'd like to do now is just practice in that way. And then we'll practice that way a little bit. And I'll, uh, I'll add some more later. So bringing your attention to the posture itself, sitting or lying down, standing, whatever posture you're in. And just notice what it's like to drop out of the thinking mind, drop out of listening. So the listening is in the background, the predominant. Awareness is just with the sensations you notice in this posture. So you might notice tightness or tension or vibration or dullness. or the sense of contact, the sense of touch. So Bringing that attention to the sense of touch where your hands are touching, your feet, where your feet are touching. And just feel that sense of pressure, or warmth or coolness. And again, in this embodied presence, we sometimes forget that there there's support, support for the body, there's support behind the back or underneath the buttocks or the floor. And also, can we just very gently soften into that support? So not collapsing into it, softening. receiving the support. So as you feel the support of the back body, your attention might notice the, the front body, the chest, the torso, belly. And what's it like to softly and gently, just allowing some ease, gentle openness, receptivity just however it is so it's not about constructing something trying to get ourselves somewhere it's actually just receiving how it is and in that receiving It's not uncommon for the body to settle a little bit more. It's as if it's as if awareness is saying it's okay. It's okay, just just as it is, just as you are. So taking this time to just connect with that direct experience of of body sensation It's a powerful practice. Simple, powerful. Why is that so? I mean, because we tend, to, we tend to habitually stay in our heads, if you will. A teacher of mine said we're like heads on wheels. You know, it's, I'm generalizing, but in Western culture that is, tends to be predominant. So we almost forget there's a body here. Just taking this time to remember and connect. And as I said last night, if you have uh, chronic pain that you're experiencing and it's it's difficult to bring your attention to the body, there's there are many ways you can bring attention to this direct sensate experience, you can bring attention to sound. Just noticing, receiving sound. You can bring your attention to the the touch points, the sense of touch with the cushion or chair, floor. Places where it might feel more neutral. So as it's taught in this particular um, insight practice it's it's quite helpful to have what we call an anchor a place to return to if you will with the with the attention and it's traditionally taught that we anchor in the movement of the breath why that well the breath is there it's pretty reliable. If it's distressful for you to anchor your attention in the breath, you can anchor in sound. So you would return your attention to receiving sound. or to the sensations of the posture, sense of touch. So for the next 10 minutes or so, let's just keep it simple and just return the attention to your anchor and whenever you notice that your mind is elsewhere with thoughts or perhaps it's drawn to sensations or sounds, no problem, this is the nature of ordinary mind. it goes to what's predominant. So we can just calmly and gently come back to the anchor, just resting in that sensation of where you feel this movement to the breath. Receiving it, connecting with it. You might notice in your meditation that the, the mind likes to comment on what's happening. It, it has a comment for uh, evaluating, trying to evaluate the meditation. You, you don't need to, to follow that or even believe it. One common misunderstanding of meditation is that somehow the practice is to stop thinking and that's not the case at all so just relax about that the mind thinks it's what it does you know the eye sees the ears hear generally speaking well the mind thinks So in practice it's not about it's not a failure that the mind trails off in thought it it's what it does it's the moment we notice that we're uh, caught up in a thought or it almost feels like you're you you almost feel like you're uh shaking your head like whoa where you know where was i Oh, get back to the breath or get back to sound and and oftentimes what can go with that is some kind of evaluation like how long was I lost oh I shouldn't do that or I'm not good at this or feel discouraged but actually it's a misunderstanding because every moment we bring ourselves back even if it's a hundred thousand times in one sitting one meditation that's a moment of mindfulness. That's, a, that's like a filling the bucket one drop at a time. It's shifting the pattern of just staying lost. So we can celebrate that moment of waking up or seeing and calmly and gently reconnecting. Reconnecting with the simple sensation of the breath or sound or body, whatever your anchor is. It doesn't matter how many times we feel lost. It's the coming back. It's the building block of meditation practice. You may find that your mind is, is pulled in a particular direction or a particular thought or repetitive thought that may or may not be happening for you. Uh, but often the mind will, will go to thoughts of the past or the future. Uh, if there's some um, repeat of a particular thought, it can be really helpful to just check in with your body not struggle with trying to make the thought go away, but just checking with the body. What's the feeling in the body? I like to say, what's the feeling under the thought? Just going to the body, you might notice tension or tightness or vibration. Or we might even notice there's a motion there. It's fear, anger, jealousy, irritability, joy. Well, if that's not what's happening for you, if your mind tends to be not so, the the thoughts are more dull or... uh, it's almost dreamlike you don't need to do extra work to to try to discover what are these thoughts and are they about the past or the future Just, just let it be and come back again to breath or sound, posture so we're actually dropping out of analytic mind and just coming into more aware mind what's actually happening right now we can we make space for for what's happening without getting involved in trying to change it. Even if it's something unpleasant, just notice it. In these last few minutes of our meditation practice this morning, can we bring our attention to the the power of practice, the power of our practice? Say a bit more about that. So often the mind is conditioned to seek instant results. We certainly can get that message all around us and and with that if there if there aren't quote instant results of what we're looking for we can feel dejected or disappointed or angry or self-blaming or confused lost and what is really sadly missed in that sadly missed in that is the power of our intention, the power of our attention and intention. So reflecting now that you're here, you're you're actually committing to slowing down, paying attention. this is no small deal this is a a primary seed of awakening without that it's not possible so if you can appreciate i mean truly this is not oh let me like make myself feel good this is really connecting with the power of what you're doing and it takes the mind out of this evaluation of content, results, really connecting with this intention for peace, for waking up, for wholeness, this intention just to be present, just to approach. The effort of paying attention. So this this is worthy of our attention, these qualities in ourselves and respect and appreciation. Just taking a few moments now to to honor that Thank you, everyone, for your practice. So, for those of you that may be new to this particular tradition, you know, you you see um, some people bowing, or um, I can't speak for other people in in our circle of what that means, but I'll just say to each of you, for me, it's just it's a thank you. a thank you to each of you it's a thank you to to the practice it's um it's completely uh not required so um it may not be what's uh you may not be drawn to that or it may not be your form don't please don't even think twice about that it's fine yeah So I'm going to say a little bit about walking meditation. The other thing, given that we're talking about that, uh, the practice of bowing, and I'm sort of aware of what's uh, behind me, um, you might find that it's just helpful for you to have something near you that that touches your heart, that inspires you. It might be a plant or a flower or a particular object. You you can, uh, and maybe a little bit later, we might just show them few of us you know just something something that uh, you know, helps helps your heart feel connected to to spirit it could be a photograph mm. or a rock mm. or something you've drawn or you know, it could be anything and it's fine if you don't have that but sometimes it can be a nice reminder particularly if you're struggling you open your eyes and there there's that Object that's just a reminder of uh, your heart's intention. So, with walking meditation, uh, many of you are familiar with walking meditation. So, uh, this was going to just be a review for you, uh, but it's it's helpful to review walking and, and even why why do we do walking meditation? So, I will say, for if 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 walking is uh, not something your body does, uh, you can work with another kind of repetitive movement uh, if you have that in your repertoire and just use the instructions that I'm about to say in, in that way. So The the purpose of, of engaging in walking meditation is, as I said earlier, the Buddha talked about four postures, sitting, standing, lying down, and walking. So what, what he means by walking is actually all forms of movement. You know, whether we're washing the dishes, or uh, making a bed, or um, even, you know, dance, or yoga, uh, it's, it's, it's movement. Our bodies are in motion. So what he's saying about these postures are they're, they're areas to bring mindfulness to. So in the walking meditation, we stay with that, that intention to slow things down and to keep it simple. So traditionally taught, the walking meditation is you pick a spot. I don't, it depends on what your circumstances are. You can go outside. I don't know where I am. It's, it tends to be a little icy these days. So if you're going outside, you know, be careful. Uh, or you may find a spot in your house. It could be a hallway. Uh, where you, you know, maybe about 30, pick a length of 30 feet, where you're, you're essentially going nowhere <laughs> with the walking meditation. You're basically starting at one point and going to the end of your walking path 30 feet away. And in that walking, well, actually, let's, let's do a little practice right now with our bodies. If you can stand up Just pull this. See if I can move back far enough that you can see me. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Great. Okay. So as we're standing, let's just. Feel feel right into the support in the floor. If you have slippers on, maybe you wanna take them off so you can feel the floor a little bit more directly. And just letting your feet spread out so you, you can actually feel the contact of the heel, maybe the big toe and letting them spread out so you feel that expanse down to the baby toe, across the ball of the foot. And then softening the knees. And as you soften the knees, you might notice the belly softens a little bit, maybe in the pelvic area, softens a little bit, the shoulders can relax. So we're actually just finding our our ground. Releasing whatever clenching might be there. You'll feel some tension probably in the, in the legs as you stand in this posture. But essentially we're just releasing into the support of the floor. And then just letting your, letting your body shift to, letting your weight shift to the right as best you can. So you start to feel that weightedness in the right side of the body and the lightness in the left side. Let's register that. Maybe take a few deep breaths. And then shifting back to center. So you feel the balance of weight on both feet. And then shifting to the left. Let's just do that one more time. So connecting through the floor, full feet, shifting to center, you feel the balance Weight balance on both legs and then shifting back over to the right. To the left. Noticing that distribution of weight back to the center. So, this is actually what happens in walking our weight shifts back and forth, back and forth. So we wanna to begin to bring the attention to the legs and the movement in the legs and the feet. That's the primary focus in, in walking meditation in this practice. Why is that? It just collects the attention. It's not like you're trying to you know, focus on every little bit in your body, just focusing on the, the movement and the legs, the shifting sensations. So if you just notice right now, if you shift back to the left, And let your right foot just lift up as if you're going to take a step. It's getting ready to take a step and you notice that shift in weight. You might feel a little shaky on your feet and then just letting it come forward and plop down just a few inches. And you'll notice that shift wants to go right now to to the right and the back leg, the foot begins to lift up. So this is natural. Our bodies know this. And so you're bringing your attention to this shift of weight, this movement and shift of weight, and just bringing the left foot up now to meet the right foot back to center. So that's essentially walking meditation. Uh, and some people have this idea that the slower you go, you know, the more you'll become enlightened. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> what we wanna do with walking practice though, is we wanna stay connected with our experience. So actually, it can be quite helpful to start at a regular pace, to just bring your attention to, to your feet, your feet and your legs, and it just might be step, 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 as you begin your practice and go along your walking path. So you're, you're bringing the attention to the, the legs and the feet, but in a, in, a, in a regular pace. And actually, if your mind is really racing it can help it can actually be helpful to do a fast pace. You know, just go to your point. When you come to the end of the 30 feet, come to a standing position, stay connected with the sensations in the feet and legs, and then you'll just you know bring your attention to that turning step step as you turn and then begin the walking again back to your initial point. If you uh if you'd like, you can do that in kind of three segments. So regular pacing and then slowing down a little bit. And so you're going to bring more attention to the walking then. So you might not just notice step step, but you might notice lifting. You could try it now where you're lifting one foot and then the, the sense of like lightness as it moves and then placing or dropping And shifting. So lifting, moving, placing, dropping, shifting. So lifting, moving, placing, shifting. Again, the, the notation doesn't have to be loud. In fact, it's helpful to have it just be soft in your mind. But what the notation does, it connects your attention to what's actually happening. So you can go with that regular pace, slow it down a little bit, and then you can break it into thirds and then slow it down even more. So let's just let's just try that practice. Um, some of, again, some of you are very familiar with it. The continuity of going from keeping the mindfulness going throughout the day really strengthens your practice. So if you feel a little, eh, I don't really wanna do this, I'm gonna encourage you to, to try. And we have, yeah, we, you know, we'll be coming back at 1130. So, you know, it's about, about 25 minutes of walking practice, give or take bio break. And we'll see you back at 1130. Okay? All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening.